You're listening to It's All Good, Magic, Mysticism, and Earth Medicine. Visit us anytime at our new website, magic-and-medicine.com, and that's magic with a K. I'm your host, Dr. Candice Nadine Green. Mystic Queen Mother offers various spiritual services virtually. Now you can be anywhere in the world and receive intuitive readings, divination and consultation sessions, and even remote video intuitive readings via email. Your sessions will always include spiritual guidance and messages from your ancestors and spiritual team. My prices are reasonable and affordable. You can even book and pay safely and securely right online. Once you book, you'll get a link via email for your session. Visit magicandmedicine.com and click the services tab in the menu to learn more. That's magic hyphen and hyphen medicine.com. Oh, and don't forget, that's magic with the K. Magic and medicine.com. Okay, so today we're going to talk about mindfulness towards others. This part I am reading from the magical writing grimoire by Lisa Marie Basile, or Basile, B-A-S-I-L-E. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I'm sitting actually right now by the water, watching boats come in. Well, actually just watching boats just go across. See a couple of fish, actually. I just saw a fish pop up, it's cool. So I've been thinking a lot about how we, how we treat others in certain situations that um, it's, it's interesting in, in situation A, we react one way towards someone. And then in situation B, it could be the same person, but a different situation. For instance, if you're a professional and your work is on the road and you see people you know as you live in the community, you can't really talk to them like you want to when you're working because, you know, there are people out there who will rat you out. And it's so sad, but it's true. You can't even talk to people these days. Um, Unless you're, if you're, you know, just saying hi, hello, and stuff like that. But if you're, you know, trying to be bad towards that person when you're talking to them, doing, uh, trying to be horrible towards them, then you shouldn't be talking to them anyway. But after work, and after work, and um, you're out of your you're not working anymore, you're not in a work vehicle, or you're not at the place of employment, then you can, you can say hello to that person. 
and you can talk to them because you're not at work. You're not in the company company vehicle. You're not at your place of employment. Maybe you're not even in your work clothes and you can have a conversation, you can hang out. And it's sad that that's the way our, our, our world is. Um, but you, when you're at work, you can't talk to people. I know um, my, my thing was, is a little bit different when I was a teacher. I talked, my, my colleagues were the people I talked to basically and, and the students. So really didn't change anything much from work and then after work. It's just that, you know, the certain things we could talk to our colleagues about that, that was confidential and we couldn't bring that into the other, into the outside world, like students' conditions and stuff like that. Um, also when I worked in, when I was in college and I worked at a supermarket, it was like, I worked at a supermarket. I could talk to people who came to my register. And in fact, they encouraged it. But when I worked at the library, my, the college library, cause I worked at both jobs at the same time, uh, uh, to work them, them, uh, at the same time, not, I worked two jobs, right? When I was in college, go to school full time. That's what I'm trying to say. And uh, I had a supervisor at, at the library. He was a, he was a piece of work, let me tell you. Um, some days he was good, some days he was hor horrifying, but he didn't scare me. Because I, I was I was this young kid who ran away from home so I could go to college, and I didn't know anyone a damn thing in my in my my head, not my parents because they they didn't help. They said I was going to fail. Uh, my half siblings said I was going to be a failure, and one of them said I was going to be a prostitute to take care of myself. I don't know where the prostitute came from. I was like a prostitute. You couldn't think of anything else. You had to say that. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> but when I worked at the library, um, this guy, he did not want us to talk. He didn't want us. He and he scared all the girls who worked there. And he didn't want us to talk to anyone. He just wanted us to head down. And he wasn't even in charge, OK? He wasn't even the guy in charge. He just. He just acted like a jerk. And one day he, he accused me of bringing in food for the person at the back desk and uh, talking to people. And I was, I was on my break. Actually, I wasn't even on the, I was on my, my break and I had just come back into the building and he started this nonsense. And then I just, I was talking to one of my colleagues at the back desk and we weren't even allowed to do that. We couldn't talk to anyone. He didn't like us talking to anyone. Anyone came in the library, we couldn't talk to them or anything like that. And he yelled at me. Well, he didn't yell at me. I, after, after he worked up my nerves, I yelled at him. So how dare you accuse me of something? You're a jerk. Da, 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 da. Just because you say something doesn't make it so. He brought his own food in. I didn't bring in food. I mean, I just walked in the building. And I mean, 
I'm serious. I, I blew up at him and he was not expecting that. He was used to um, always being in control, always having the upper hand. So when I went off on him, he was shocked and stunned. So were my colleagues because they were used to people crying and I was not about to cry. Uh, no, I'm not crying. So um, he didn't talk to me for a while. For a while, he avoided me at work. And then he did, he did apologize one time. He apologized. And he tried to talk to me again. And he was friendly with me again, but he never, ever stepped out of line with me after that ever again. Because I, the whole library heard me when I went off on him. Because I was not taken as I, you, you may intimidate other people, but you're not going to intimidate me. And, you know, in situate, again, in that situation, he had a, a bunch of young students uh, uh, working there that he, you know, he, he thought he could um, intimidate in that situation. And because they, we, we worked there, we were supposed to be afraid. Well, he, he, he messed with the wrong person that day. So now we might as well get on to the reading here so we can learn about compassion and mindfulness towards others. So Joy Hardo says, it's possible to understand the world from studying a leaf. And that's interesting. According to the study by the American Psychological Association, how we treat others is directly correlated to how we, how we treat ourselves is directly correlated to how we treat others. This means that when we are compassionately mindful of ourselves, we begin to treat others with the same compassion, patience, and kindness. Mindfulness practice means sitting silently with the self and letting thoughts pass by unjudged. It means meditating and experiencing feeling without being overpowered by reaction. It means being mindful about how we feel towards others. Finally, having a mindful magical practice means getting honest with yourself. When we are angry with someone, frustrated by them, or sad for others, we don't often get to show them. This is especially true for relatives or friends with whom you might have a complicated relationship. The urge is to care for them, but often we cannot. Or the urge is to snap at them and let them fucking have it. Sometimes we can't do this either. When we are mindful of our feelings, we can be more mindful about why others are the way they are. Mindfulness teaches us to make space for whatever it is we feel and at least be willing to see others with compassion. Of course, not everyone deserves our love, respect, compassion, and patience. 
Sometimes people are vampires. Sometimes they bleed us dry. Because of this, we want to manage the way they make us feel. In this case, you'll want to write statements onto small pieces of paper to be ritually burned. Like, I am patient with my mother, even though I feel frustrated. Or, my friend is acting out of hurt, and I have compassion for that, even though it affects me. You can also write, I am drawing boundaries with my father, and that is okay. I can still support him in ways that work for me. Another example is, I am full of rage, but hopeful that I can transmute these feelings into forgiveness. Read your statements out loud and then burn them in a fireproof bowl. Please do this near a sink if possible. As you finish reading the statements, burn them. This not only gets rid of the evidence, it uses the energy of the fire to empower your intentions. Ask out loud to be filled with compassion, acceptance, or forgiveness. Now, something you may want to explore is uh, write a spell for intuition. Call on any guides, architects, arch archetypes, ancestors, spiritual teams, or symbols of intuition asking to be open to insight and wisdom. Now, what would your spell look like if you integrated mindfulness into it? How can mindfulness help us tap into that deep, all-knowing inner well? That's something to think about. You know, we do have the power. We just have to realize that and stop operating in the 3D world. Okay, when we when we operate in 3D, we don't we, we, we don't get to use our magical abilities or the uh, powers that we have. All the answers, powers, and solutions are within ourselves. We just have to realize that and stop operating in this this dimension that we're in right now. This three dimension, we are greater than that. And you compassion for others is possible from it. You don't have to go hugging everyone, but you can have compassion for it from a distance. And with that, I leave you with blessings of peace and happiness, and may you continue to walk with love. Thank you for listening to It's All Good, Magic, Mysticism, and Earth Medicine. Check us out at magic-and-medicine.com, and that's magic with a K. Thanks for listening. <laughs>